Hello. Thank you for joining me today on this episode on the Woo Woo Woman podcast. I've been a little quiet uh, recently because I've been guided and led to do so. I've been guided to fast and I've been guided to pray and submerge myself in meditation and yoga and practices that are more passive than reactive. And I've been a part of some of the information that's whirlwinding um, outside of ourselves and connecting the dots to some and then yet others are still a bit more challenging to really see through and understand. But there is one thing um, that I would really like to share and this is because recently within the past 24 hours I've been asked more questions with regards to how I feel things are going on in the world and to really encompass how I feel without having to repeat it multiple times I found that perhaps doing a podcast and perhaps sharing my perspective with all of you um, may do some good for some and perspectives opinions they're required and they are needed to discuss, to perceive various different degrees of information and stories. And mine is just a fraction of what is out there. I am not sharing to um, force. I am just sharing my perspective to share my perspective and to perhaps maybe um, invoke some thought processes within yourself to not only investigate, but also to begin to tap into yourself and to tap into that internal wisdom that we have. Now, I've recently, within these past 24 hours, received two messages um, that asked me what my thoughts were about certain comments and things that were said. And these are um, comments in groups and on Facebook, and these are spiritual groups in Facebook. And the first one is, is can we talk about the intersection of spiritual white folks and racism? We all need to check ourselves and each other. I have seen some major bullshit coming from spiritual white people lately. You can't shut down everything with love and light. When black people and people of color are constantly denied access to love and light by our racist society and systems of oppression, it is also complete bullshit to think you're embodying some high frequency and shifting consciousness when you can't even say black lives matter and actively work to embody and promote anti-racist actions and mindsets. Now, my thoughts on this particular comment is there is a bit of racism already weaved into the comment itself. And when we look at what racism is, Racism at the root is judgment, and at the root of the judgment is ego, and at the root of the ego is the fact that some prefer to see themselves better or lesser than others, and this is our place in society. Now, another layer of this um, is the fact that we, 
as a society since birth have been indoctrinated to define and separate ourselves by race, by gender, okay? Gender shifts are currently in the works and happening, but they're not completely open yet. We have to look, when we are looking at the fundamental basis of what is currently going on, it is judgment, okay? It is separation. It is the intent to judge and the intent to separate. In my personal opinion and in my personal practice, I don't believe that we as a society should be judging anyone for any reason because that is what makes us individualistic and that's what allows us to function in society and contribute to society in various different ways. But what I will say is this. We cannot fight racism with more racism. Look what happens on the war on drugs, more drugs. Look what happens to the war on terrorism, more terrorism. And again, this is the cyclical cycle of the way this country is built. We choose to fight. We choose to be at war because war creates sides and sides create separation. Now, whether your judgment is on white privileged people who are, you know, choosing to function by love and light because that is where they're drawn and led, or you're choosing to judge the riots and the protests because that is where that group of people are led, or you're choosing to take a neutral stance because that is where you're led because perhaps you don't have all of the information needed. As a society, we need to be okay with that. And I truly see and I am currently seeing that what has happened with George Floyd is really a, another cloak that's been placed um, to become blinded by the real root of what is currently at play here. And what is currently at play here is, like I mentioned before, racism. Yes, it exists. It happens. And to, to say that it doesn't exist um, is, is very um, elementary. But at the basis of that, it's judgment. And at the basis of judgment is ego. And at the bottom layer of ego is the need to be right, okay? And that is where we're at fault. Now, the racism thing happens at the fundamental basis of your birth. As soon as you're born, you have to claim what race you are. It follows you no matter where you apply for work, no matter what school you go to, when you go to college, and above and beyond, it is there when you file your taxes, I'm sure, as well. And we have to understand that what is currently at play right now is the system imploding upon itself. This Black Lives Matter movement is creating light, okay? And light is the new black, in my opinion. And whether somebody, uh, we, are all, we are all needed in this world, okay? Whether you're spiritually um, you know, working towards elevating the consciousness. If that's what you, you feel, that's great. If you're doing it on social media, that's great. If you're doing the legwork and you're out there, that's great. If you're signing petitions, that's great. If you're donating, that's great. And there are so many other layers of this, okay? 
and we they're all needed they're all essential so for me to read a comment like that that is again pointing the finger to another group and actually again generalizing the entire group itself like all white people are all white spiritual people are doing this is a form of racism it's a form of judgment and it's a form of the ego showing its face to prove that somebody else is right and another is wrong and that is what is the problem with what's going on right now okay and it's it hurts me to see that this is this is like Again, the war on racism is going to create more racism. It's going to create more separation. And, you know, history repeats itself. And we need to be ahead of the game. All right? And we need to begin to become more aware of what's being said and how it's being said. Because, you know, it's it sickens me that we have to judge somebody else in order to feel like a certain... Um, way of thinking is right or wrong to make us feel like we're right. Um, and there are certain things that I resonate with. Um, but again, as somebody who knows a bit, but doesn't know all, I am open to learning. So if you, um, if you are out there listening and you're, you're, you're wanting to share some information with me, please, please send it to me, whether it's on Instagram at yoga by Shelly or via email, hello at shellysanye.com. I want to know your perspective and I want to know what you're reading and what you resonate with because that is how we learn, is how we share. And casting judgments on other people because they're going about this in a different way is not the answer. It's not the answer. Um, it seems easier to do it that way, but it's not the answer. Now, Black Lives Matter, there is a point there that says that you can't say Black Lives Matter. Now, this is something that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose some people on, but I encourage you to definitely look into this to investigate it um, and to really, truly do your part if this is the movement you're a part of um, and the movement that you claim you're a part of. This is your job. Because you need to look into what it is you are supporting and if you're supporting it in the right way. Now, first I'm going to touch upon the Instagram whole black blackout Tuesday with the black box being posted on everyone's um, Instagram. And I have to say, this is like a copy and paste movement. Do your own thing. Okay. Like I get that you're trying to make a statement, but you can make a statement in your own way without following somebody else. And for me, I think it's another cloak and I think it's another veil for us to hide behind instead of actually voicing and verbalizing and showing other people that, you know, we have various different ways of sharing and that's okay. It shouldn't have to be constantly judged and have to constantly be a part of the whole. And a part of me is also questioning and this is, this is where my mind goes, okay? It's like a part of me is questioning the validity of people who are actually posting the black box. Are you keeping the integrity of the black box? Do you even know the integrity in which the black box represents? Because I didn't. I didn't do it because I didn't know fully what it meant because there was so much information out there. One person saying, this is our time to remain silent and listen to the African-American community. Another one is saying, this is um, an opportunity for us to remain silent and, you know, 
basically in protest, silent protest. Another group is saying, don't post hashtag Black Lives Matter. Another is saying, post Black Lives Matter so they know. And, you know, the, the information that's around this movement is so chaotic. How can I stand behind something that is so chaotic? So I began to do my own investigations of what the black box actually meant, because in my opinion, if something is popular, I am always researching it and I am on it because there is always an agenda. And I know this sounds like very conspiracy theory of me and it probably is, but I always end up finding something. So does, does anybody really know what the black box signifies? The black cube signifies you could find various different monuments across the United States that have these black cubes. And the black cube is significant to the mark of the beast. Okay, it's significant to Saturn. And um, when we look at what we partake in, we have to look at what it actually signifies. And we have to look at the fact that there are various different groups out there that are attempting to, to push an agenda. Perhaps COVID-19 wasn't the right one. And I will touch on that here shortly as well. But, um, you know, we, we have got to recognize that there are various different layers of this and we need to do our research and we need to do our investigations and create decisions of sound mind. Because when we, you know, automatically jump because somebody says jump, we're doing ourselves a disservice. And not only that, but we're doing our whole entire community a disservice because we are basically revoking our need to do our own investigations and our need to do our own um, digging, so to speak, in order to really come up with a true, true understanding of what's going on. So, you know, there is a black box in Australia, in Denmark, in Manhattan, in Santana. And, you know, Blackout Tuesday, um, they said was for the black community, but it goes way deeper than that. And if you don't believe me, follow the account LA underscore passionate. And he is an African-American, a black, you know, vocal, um, you know, presence on Instagram. And there are more, there's more to this, but I mean, I feel like Instagram is probably the easiest means to at least get some information and then you can investigate further. But it really does represent um, the elites. So you're already standing for the elites without even knowing it. You're taking a stand for the elites and you're basically saying like, yeah, I stand for the elites. Okay, this is a deeper war. Okay, this is a war against a system and the system is playing us. And there are so many different accounts that I can provide you with um, that are black accounts as well as white accounts, as well as, you know, files, documents and information that are on the Internet that are, you know, you're able to access that are that are pointing in this direction. And COVID-19, in my opinion, is just another layer of that. And the reason being is I have friends that live in New York City who verbalized to me that people in groups of 10 or more were being arrested, civilians arrested for being out during the lockdown. Okay. What about the, um, the black mom that was here, I believe in Florida, who was arrested for taking her son to the park in front of her child? Where was Black Lives Matter then? What, where is, where is, you know, the, 
the political movement of, you know, pushing, staying at home and not doing anything. It's gone. It's revoked. By what? By this. And yes, I think that there's a layer of this that, you know, it's, it's exploded quite a bit more because we've all been isolated inside our own homes and some of us are without jobs and all of that stacked on top of one another definitely, definitely plays a part. But you, you really need to take a breath and take a step back and just recognize the, the quick turn of events from the media. Why? Why is this happening, guys? Why and gals? Why is this happening? So this is where you have to do the legwork. I've already done mine and I continue to do mine. And I have various different people that I connect with um, that share their points of view and information. Um, and that's what I seek. I seek to find real people that I connect with. And I've asked so many different people on Instagram um, as well as friends to send me you know, their, their information and where they're getting this information from. And that is a part of this guys. This is a part of waking up. This is a part of seeing things that are unseen. I have one more thing to say, and I know it's going to sound really weird, but make sure that whatever that you are partaking in, that you keep the integrity and you think that this goes without saying, but if you post a black box, be true to what that black box means and understands what it means, okay? Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say something that could be very controversial, but I saw this whole black box happening with a group of individuals um, that I follow last week. And immediately when I saw it, I saw the people where it was initially started and it was people that had, I would say, I think the lowest, that I saw was maybe 60,000 followers. All of the others had like millions of followers. And I have to beg the question, where did this start? Who started the black box? Was it the black community? Because I don't even know, honestly. I just, I just saw a whole bunch of people posting it and saying that that's what it was, but I don't know where it, where it came from. Where did it start? Who started it? Where's the person who started this? And I think that that's why there's probably so much confusion because I don't think that it was started with a set standard. I think it was started because it was just something that they said that they're going to start doing. I think that they are tracking people um, through their actions. So if you watch the media and you are getting riled up and following that media crowd, they know they got you. If you do something on Instagram and you're following that Instagram crowd, they know that they have you, that they still have control over you and your voice and how you maneuver what you do. So be very cognizant of what you are partaking in. And that is my only suggestion to you in everything. Be very, very cognizant because you might be seeing it from one perspective, which is your perspective or what you think it may be, but there are various different levels and various different degrees in which this is unfolding at a higher level. There is no way that the elite are going to let something like this happen. And if they are letting things like this happen, it's for an agenda. And 
I really think, and forgive me if this is coming off wrong, but I think that this is very disempowering to the black community because you guys are the source of power. You can look into this as well. In Egypt, Egypt, we still to this day know that their technology was extremely advanced, extremely advanced, way beyond our years. They blow, they blew off the noses of various different statues because they were African-American black noses. This is in the 1800s. Look it up. During slavery, the blacks had their own energetic means by voice, by words, by language that was so powerful that they would literally spelling and speaking is, is, is putting energy out into the world. And they would do that and they would put muzzles in their mouth with blades so they wouldn't speak to limit them, to suppress them, to make them lesser. Okay. And this is all really, really, really fucked up. But you know your power. The black community is powerful. It is strong. And this is a means of disempowerment and it, it saddens me because you are powerful. You don't need to provoke and invoke. You already have it. You already have it. And so does every individual in this world. And unfortunately, we've robbed the black community um, as a nation, as well as this nation has robbed multiple different countries of all of their stuff and revoked them of a lot of different things. And we've embraced them as ours, right? Like we were like, oh, this is the way we do it here in America. But we've robbed so many different cultures and different religions um, to create our own. And that's another reason why, like the, again, the fundamental basis of what this is built upon. But you are powerful, okay? Do not limit yourself to thinking that you need race validation because unfortunately, I would like to think that this is going to, to completely change. But at the same time, if we continue to have the same standards within our political um, foundations, it's not going to. That's what we need to be against together. If we're all against racism, if every race is against racism, we need to fight together against the system, not against the whites and white privilege, not against anything else but the system. And one last thing that I, I want to ask, and I don't know this, the answer to this question, and that is why I genuinely ask this. The Black Lives Matter movement what is the plan? Please tell me. What is the plan to eradicate racism? I know we're saying it and I know that we want it to happen, but how? What are your thoughts? I want to hear how other races can support you. I want to hear how we can work together to give you the empowerment that you need and assure you that we are behind you in ways that are working the system. Because that is what we need to be against collectively. 
we're all collectively, whether you're white or whether you're black, we're all against racism, Asian, Muslim, whether you're transgender, gay, lesbian, whatever the case may be, when we're against any form of racism, okay, aka judgment, how do we stop it? Where do we go? How do we get the head of it? Because right now I feel like we're at the tail and it's, it's chaotic and it's a shitstorm. We need to crawl our way up to the head and get to the head of it, to the, to the real functioning layers of it and where it originated from. Another point that I, that I want to make, um, and I know I'm kind of bopping around, but gosh, there's so many layers of this, but how do you not? We need to also take into account history and the times where political things are at play and the racism and the separation that always seems to be at play when things like this are coming up. Why? Why do they seek to separate us? Why do they seek to separate Republican and Democrat? And why are political parties responsible for making a decision on additional or lesser rights for gay and lesbian communities, for Christian communities, for abortion? Why is the government imposing a political party on something that is a personal decision? Why? These are questions that I ask you to ask yourself and to become aware of the indoctrination that is at the foundation of the founding fathers. If we want to rise and if we want to rise together collectively, we need people that are protesting. We need people that are followers. We need people that are leaders. We need people that are spiritually praying and meditating. We need people that are, you know, donating and again, signing petitions and active within political Congress layers of this country. We need all of you. Neither one of us is better or worse than the other. We all play a part and we all play a part in the collective. We all play a part with the whole. How are you playing? And are you playing at all? I don't feel the need personally to justify what I'm led to do because that is where I'm led. I am led right now to pause a little bit, to step back a little bit and to look at myself, but at the very same time to intercede with other people um, to really begin to shift the awareness to what is blatantly in front of you to what has been hidden for so long from all of us. And we need to come together. And I know that like it's easier to consolidate and separate because that is what's being pushed right now. It's more challenging to come together and they know that. They know that. And I say they because the elitists are attempting to create a new world order. They're attempting to to remove us from our power as, as human beings. And we are powerful. Like 
God, you don't know how powerful you really are until you allow yourself to sit and sink into you. And I'm just going to leave with this because my mom, she called me and she's like, I had this dream. And I'm like, oh God, (laughs) here we go. She's like, I had this dream and I just want, I know that my mom is like super Christian. Um, I don't know if I've ever, ever, ever said that, but I'm pretty sure I did. But she's super Christian and super spiritual, different than myself. She's rooted in Christianity, which I think is absolutely amazing because it's helped develop me. But um, I don't think it's the only way. She calls me and she's like, hey, I want to share this this um, dream with you. And my mom is very detail oriented. So she gave me every single detail of the, of the dream. But long story short, is she's like, I heard a voice that said, stay inside, stay inside the home. And seal the, seal the windows and don't look outside. And I knew that it was, she's like, I knew that it was black outside and dark outside, but I didn't really see it for myself, but I just knew that it was. And I said, she's like, what do you think that means? And of course, knowing my mom, she's thinking that there's going to be like smoke in the air, that we are going to be gassed and um, exterminated and I'm like, you really want me to know what, the, no, you really want to know what I feel? Yes. So in the Bible, it says, Jesus Christ was crucified and he was placed in a cave, a dark, dark cave for three days. And he resurrected on the third day. And now, I see that message because back then it wasn't literal. A lot of the things in the Bible were not literal. They were analogies. And in my opinion, the analogy here is, is that we can be destroyed. We can be crucified. And our ego begins to fall away. And when we feel broken, dead and bruised. The only place that we have left to go is within ourselves. It's within the dark shadows of ourselves to no longer look outside for validation and information, but to seek the truth that's in us, that's innate wisdom that we were born with and step out reborn, so to speak with a Christ consciousness, meaning a deeper sense of knowing and seeing what's truly at play and what's truly at work. Now I encourage you to do what you are led to do, but I also encourage you to take time to sit with yourself in solitude and stillness. And it can be one of the hardest things to do. It really can be, you know, it's easier to have relationships and, and, and conversations outside of ourselves than it is to have them with ourselves, but it's necessary. You need to have these conversations with yourself. Where have you seen judgment within yourself? Why do you judge that? What does that judgment reveal to you about you? What are you, what are you currently partaking in in this moment? And is it functionable? Is it working? How is it making you feel? How are you helping Black Lives Matter? How are you helping the collective as a whole? 
does it resonate with you? Or are you doing it because others are and you feel like you should because everyone else is? Where are you being led? Where are you being guided? Because right now, more than ever, our voices and our genuine, authentic voices need to be heard. They need to be understood. They need to be seen and looked at without judgment, but looking at it as if you were taking a different stand on the issue to get a different degree of perspective. When you have something in the center of a circle, at the dead center of the circle, look at all that surrounds that actual circle. That's how many degrees there are of being able to see. And that's how many different ways it can be seen. And when you tack on different people's cultures, religions, upbringings, they're going to see it in a multitude of different ways. The fact is is that difference and being different is not unheard of and not happening. It happens all the time and within each and every one of us. But at the core, at the center, the dead, dead center, we are all the same. We all want equality. We all want justice. We all want to be empowered. We all want to be happy and loved. We all want to be seen and heard. All of us. And that is why I think that this Black Lives Movement is going to really transcend into light is the new black because the black community are really shedding light on these issues and really beginning to awake us all up to what many of us hold within ourselves which is judgment and on various different levels um at the highest obviously race is you know the highest um means and form of that but it it judgment is a judgment it's an equal judgment just like a sin is a sin you know it's neither lesser nor more it is what it is and allowing ourselves to check in with ourselves is a key integral part to eradicating the ability and the desire to want to judge because again when we judge there's a part of us that is bothered by someone else or is intimidated by someone else that is disempowering. But we have the power. It's the ego that we've created, that society essentially has created and on various different levels that has, you know, made us feel separate. And again, this is a part of the system. And another thing that just came into my mind is, you know, I live in East Pompano and the public school systems here are quote unquote, not really good schools because they don't have, you know, great ratings. Now, why is that? Well, if you look at the, the, you know, racial standpoint, as far as what groups live in certain areas, you don't think that that was like created by the government in some way, shape or form which in turn determines how those children are educated in some way, shape, or form, which is government-ran and run. You know, your tax dollars and your property taxes, you know, determine, like, the school systems, okay? If you want your child to go to a really good school, where is that school usually located? What type of communities are usually, you know, 
around that school system? What's the population like? You see, we people, all of, all of us really need to take a look at things, okay? And recognize that it's not white against black, okay? It's the system and it's good against evil energetically. Like, why are they attempting to disempower you? Why are they attempting to empower you? Because then they know that you're feeding, they're feeding the ego. They're either feeling, feeding the victim ego or they're feeding the privileged ego. But there is no such thing because it's created. This segregation and, and, and um, in class, in, in education, and all of that is created. They say that it's equal, but it's not. So I have no problem in supporting a movement that is a movement in efforts to truly eradicate the racism that starts at the very basic level as soon as you come out of your mom's vagina or as soon as you pop out of your mother. I am for that 110%. And that's what I'm personally fighting for. That's what I'm investigating and that's what I'm researching. But what I'm seeing is a very superficial aspect of that. It is a pointing the finger um, type of, of mentality. And since George Floyd's death in the riot, riots and the protests, we've lost, I think it's like five lives. Are we really you know, practicing the integrity of what we all really do stand for. Because at the end of the day, what we all, what I would like to believe all of us truly stand for is equality, that all lives do matter. That black lives matter, Muslims lives matter, Christian lives matter, and that the differences that seem to, that the government seems to feed us as being separate is really just a variant of who we are. It's another, it's another layer of source. It's another perspective in that circle. It's another degree in that circle. Why are we afraid of differences? Why are we afraid of speaking up? Why are we afraid of sharing how we really feel when it doesn't always go with the masses. Like my perspectives don't go with the masses and I know that and I'm sharing some here and I can go on all day. Um, but I chose to share the specific things that I did share um, because they're on this topic. But we have to, we have to be um, vigilant and we have to really do what we say we are going to do in the way that we feel we need to and not judge other people who feel the need to do and go about things differently. That doesn't mean that they're not fighting the fight. They're just not fighting it the way that you are. That doesn't mean that they're racist. It just means that they're not going about it in the same way you are. They're speaking in a different way or they're choosing not to engage. Or they're choosing to not engage while educating themselves by 
reaching out to real individuals instead of really taking, you know, the, the media's word for it. And, you know, the, this conversation can continue to go on and on and on and on and on, but think about where you are at the core. Do you really care what other people do with their own lives? Do you? I don't think you do. I think you know that everybody's different and everyone can live their life the way that they want to and go about life the way that they want to. I think that judgment exists and I think if we continue to live in a system that operates in the way that it does, it's going to continue to exist. If the Black Lives Matter movement really does want to eradicate racism as a whole and its totality, we need to go to the head. We need to go to how everything is functioning and how everything is working. And we need to look at ourselves. We need to really, in my opinion, right now, that is what we need, is to look at yourself and look at how you're playing a part in it. Your life is funny, man. Like... Who would have thought, like, I'm here 34 years old. Who would have thought that I'd be going through this amazing, revolutionary time in history? I'm a part of it. How are you going to be a part of it? How are you going to work and be a part of it? I'm not for judgment, whether it's on the white community, the Muslim community, the gay and lesbian community, Mexicans... Chinese, Asian, I am against it all, all of it. And the blacks, unfortunately, seem to be an easy target just because of history. And we know that that, that, well, we know that that history has been really at the foundation of our, of our thoughts. Like we, we were taught it from the beginning, you know, and we know that when issues like this arise, you know, they're deeply rooted in history. They also know that it's going to strike a chord because it's deeply rooted in history. So we have to look into why things are playing out in the timeline that they are, why they're being carried out in the way that it is, and what's at the core root of that. Because... We need to step up, yes, 110%. But we also need to step up in our own ways that's authentic. Because the inauthenticity that's coming out and the hypocrisy, the layers of hypocrisy that I've seen coming out and the layers of ego that I've seen coming out is not what this is about. It's not what it's about. (sighs) A little heavy of a podcast, but I pray that maybe there was a takeaway. And please understand that I am still formulating and still digesting and still investigating things and listening to um, various different podcasts and accounts and redoing my own research. And, you know, this is an ongoing learning process for all of us, all of us. The work is never done. It's never going to be done. 
the work is always going to be there and the work to keep it where we want it to be is even more strenuous. It's going to take a lot and it's going to take all of us coming together in order to change a system. In order to change the viewpoints of everybody, which I, I believe is the goal, we need to change ourselves first and the system the system needs to change how do we change the system well i've seen a lot going on politically of arrests and indictments and bills being passed and laws and regulations being passed that are headed in the direction of where we all want to go in my opinion on paper regardless of who the face of that is and who's initiated, I think we need to look at the political parties. Um, and another thing too, oh my God, there's so much of this. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get into this layer of it, but your vote. You know your vote is just like a very small percentage of votes, right? Like it depends on the state itself. Like you're like a, if it was a big sheet of paper, like your vote is like a tiny, tiny little square. It depends and determine, it's determined by the state itself. So, yes, vote. Please vote. It matters. But look at how much it matters because the elite have things in place to keep them elite, to keep them above. The one thing that they cannot and will not, essentially, do is eliminate themselves completely. And knowing that, we have to function above that and beyond that. <sighs> I hope that this little message serves you. And again, please share with me any information that you do have. I would love to know what you know and to perhaps even have you know a dialogue of some sort um, with some of you to... Have a, a conversation, a needed conversation, instead of a, a debate. It needs to be a conversation where we are all open to listening and hearing without judging. May the judgment detox begin.